everybody and welcome to this episode of Insights with Ibo Jolof. On this episode, I have two of my close friends. I have Ada Victoria and Fatima Ahmed. They are going to be grilling me. Grilling you. It's <laughs> grilling me. This is a very special episode because it's my birthday episode. And the ladies here with me, they have some questions that they have prepared. I don't know what it's all about. So this is the first time I'm hearing it, same way you guys are hearing it. So thank you for being here, Ada and Fatima. Always a pleasure. A real pleasure. Real so pleasure, Dee. I've had Ada on my podcast before. Isha, she was the first. She was on my first episode. Fatima, you've not been here before. So if you'd like to introduce yourself. So my name is Fatima Ahmed and I am a doctor in the UK. I'm also a sexologist in training and uh-huh. it's a pleasure to be here with all of you. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. I just refresh us a bit. Tell us a little bit about yourself again. For those that have not, this is the first episode. Hello, Dara's listeners. It's nice to be here again with uh, Dara and this time with Fatima. And together we are Fusion and Spice because yep. we are spicy girls. And we are here to grill Dara on her birthday. And if you don't know, I run a matchmaking website called Exquisite Matches, and I'm a matchmaker, an image consultant, and um, I'm here to help you find true love. But today we are here for Dara, so enough of Exquisite Matches. We may also get Dara some true love today. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Every day is a day for love, I always say. Yes, yes. How many years without love? I deserve it. I, I deserve to be on a yacht, you know. Right, yes. yeah, you deserve it. This birthday, someone should be spoiling me. I deserve to relax and be taken care of. Somebody's son should be hearing this. Somebody's son should listen and do the right thing. You know, that's why the person needs to really get to know you. So we are going to make sure they get to know Dara. Mm. And yeah, we need to see some bouquets of roses. Okay. So let's get into it, ladies. Over to you. All right. So our first question here is. We know you as Ibo Jolo, yeah. but want to know the real you. What is your name? Where are you from? And uh, where are you right now? Okay, so my name is Dara Okeke. Very simple, straight to the point. Um, an Ibo girl. I'm from Nigeria. I'm a doctor in the UK. Yeah, that's it. All right, Dara. So what I want you to tell us is, what are your earliest memories? I mean, at what age were you and what can you remember about your life okay i think one of my earliest memories looking back is about me and my sister i remember when we were younger my middle younger sister nana i just um i seen her how we just one year so she never agrees that we are i'm older <laughs> than her right from always because you know you know nigerian parents and when you are young two girls it was just two of us my mom was dress everything so she just told people oh, we are twins she never agrees so when we're younger, i remember then we're living in conakry in guinea i cannot forget because she's very stubborn she does not listen to me so we're always fighting so my mother made it like standard and it was a rule every saturday afternoon at 12 p.m we come out on the veranda like we dress up and we fight like we fight yeah, yeah. she'll bring two of us out that's okay fight. <laughs> 
Like literally for one hour, we'll be fighting. This is okay, okay with the okay. She will tell us, oh, yeah, start fighting. She wants to fight. This is the best time to fight. So we'll start fighting. So she doesn't have power. Now, if you if you know my sister, she doesn't have power. She's very, you know, like your supermodel. So sister. yeah, my supermodel star. So me, I will beat her, but she will scratch me. Bad news. So my whole face, my whole body will be scratched. <laughs> I beat the hell out of the girl, so that's like a memory I know will never go anywhere. Like, my <laughs> god, well, when I asked that question, I really didn't think this is what was going to come up. Growing up, you must say people want to fight. Oh, yeah, come out and fight. How old do you think you were then? I think we were like maybe, maybe four, five, six. We shouldn't mm-hmm. be more, we won't have been more than six or five because we came back to Nigeria when I was about six or seven so i like younger four five mm. we're still very young my mom allowed she said yeah start fighting so so were you born in conakry yeah, we're, we're all in conakry then so my family was in conakry then because my mom was then when there was nigeria airways now so my mom was mm. the accountant so she was um transferred there so we're in conakry for a few years before we transferred back to nigeria so mm. that period when we were young yeah mm. it was just this story you told us now, sorry, Fatih. So what kind of child were you? Just tell us, what kind of child were you growing up? So the thing is, I'm very, even till now, I'll, the way I am now is how I've been, like, right from time. I'm that mm-hmm. child, I don't have problem. I'm very, I can be on my own, but don't look for my trouble. That's <laughs> it. Like, I'm very calm, I'm very playful, everything. But the moment you look for my trouble, I will make sure. I'm that person that... If you look for my trouble, I will make sure. Hey, I you fight. It's not fight though. Like I know that now I'm older, I might not fight. But I know that if you come for me, I'm coming for you, your grandfather, your grandmother. Yeah. Don't start none. They're gonna be none. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so don't come for me unless you are ready to take it. So that's how I've always been. I'm very playful, very calm, everything. But if you come for me, trust me, I'm mm. coming for you and your villagers. <laughs> so i have a question a follow-up question for you but i really wanted to know that lesson that mrs okike taught both of you yeah did it make did this make you stop fighting or what was the impact of that i think as we got older i made us realize that there was nothing to gain by fighting at the end of the day right because we just come mm-hmm. back after everything we are sore it doesn't change anything <laughs> you know it's still there and the truth is that anybody that knows i'm not trying to put my sister in there my sister is stubborn like that is just what she is she never agrees but the good thing is as we've gotten older she has really she has said oh it's true you're my older sister um you know and she has gotten used to it but i think what miss okay did really made me understand that there is nothing how do I put it? It's not worth it. Fighting is not worth it. So I'm a kind of person, even now, and I know it kind of affects me sometimes, I hate conflict. I'm that person. I hate conflict with a passion. So instead mm-hmm. of me to put myself in that situation, I will walk away. That's mm-hmm. the kind of person I am. But if you make, if by mistake you make it happen, trust me, I'm coming for you. <laughs> All right. So back to your birthday. We know that you're born on the 16th of June. Yeah, girl. Gemini what does queen. that make you? Gemini queen. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my god, my god. Ah, oh, Gemini. So you're a Gemini, and I just want to know: do you identify with your horoscope? Yeah. Yeah. 
identify for I identify for you. Yeah. Enter my Gemini. <laughs> yeah, enter my Gemini. Every time I ask something about a Gemini, she says it to me. She's like, "This is you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people that you know when people say mm, zodiac signs are not real horoscope. I'm like when I read one, I'm like wow, mm. wow, this is to the T. Like into the tea. like I have that you know that twin personality. At one moment I really want to talk to everybody, and another moment I really don't want to talk to anybody. I just mm. want to be on my own. Like mm. so that's why some people when when I say that I can be an introvert, they're like hmm, you can. I'm like, if you don't know me properly, you would think that, oh, Dara is always all, you know, so, there, there's some time yeah. you know, yeah, I am a typical, if you know me, I am a typical, <laughs> that what In I the am. pictures. Everything, you know, like, if you know me, like, pictures, you know me, extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree, I agree. I, I think I you're, like, a proper Gemini. When mm. I'm talkative, I am, you know, when I want to be sarcastic, I am, you know, when I also some of the good qualities I have it. So, you know, tell us your good qualities there. Tell us, tell us. My good qualities. Okay. I, I can be there for you. I like, um, when I want to be a friend, I am a friend. Like, you today, know, you need to be an American. Do it properly. Like, not a British girl, an American girl. <laughs> tell yourself. Okay. So, I am a very, well, you know, they say you should not be praising yourself. Well. Just I said you're an American today. You're taking um, us back. Sounds, you're not a Nigerian. Sounds, Do it like an American. You're not a British girl today. Yeah. So, so an American girl today. So, but, but the truth is that I'm that friend. You know, I can I can do anything for somebody I call my own. That's the kind mm-hmm. of person I am. I am very generous. You know, that's the kind of person I am. I am outgoing standard anybody that knows me i'm very very like what's that word i'm versatile um i make you yeah i make friends like easily but the same thing i'm see i'm not trying to say anything now that's the truth if i tell you that this person makes sense this person makes sense that's it if i tell you that judge of character i'm a very good judge of correct babe that's it i'm a very good judge of character you're a good cook. I'm a good cook. Yes. I can throw down. Cook. I can throw down in the kitchen, you know? Yes. Unless yes. I can throw yes. down somewhere else, but my mother might leave. Somewhere else. Also, that, I can that throw down in the, the, in the other room. I'm just saying, you know, I yes. throw down everywhere. Geminis are good in the other room. We are very good. I'm just telling. So I'm saying that. Go and read about a Gemini. And that's there. Okay. okay. On the dot. On the dot. <laughs> <laughs> You can ask some of my exes. <coughs> what what, what most <laughs> qualities of Gemini do you possess? You know, they can be snobbish too sometimes, which I think sometimes I can be that way. And I think it's unintentional sometimes when it happens, but I can be that way to then overspending uh, impulsive i am very impulsive. Ooh. i am extremely impulsive <laughs> like, i can say this though and i remember i told you like I, I remember was it two years ago i was so bored and i'm like what should i do what should i do what should i do Do you know i just bought a ticket that evening to france and i went to france wow i'm like someone now come there Babe, I'm, we need to we need to hang out more i say i said i'm, I'm in, feeling you i said i said i'm in pakri you know <laughs> I don't, you know, and 
that's it. But and that thing is that I can be very unserious sometimes, and 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 it's not like the best quality. Because mm-hmm. I remember I'm someone that we can plan. See, okay, see for example, we had a trip planned this last weekend. I was telling mm-hmm. Ada that it's God that saved me. Something that we planned since was it mm-hmm. not March or April? I bought my ticket literally as I was walking out the door to go to the train station. Who does that? Hi. You know, I was like, what if it's vegetarian? I'm like, what if it was sold out? I'm that person. I'm like, mm, I'll buy it later. I'll do it later. So it's not like the best qualities, but yeah, mm. I'm trying to curb the whole impulsive one because it's not good. It's affecting my credit card. So you've heard it, guys and girls. Exciting, fun, loving, caring, great cook, amazing. So she's an all-rounder. All-rounder. If you bring it, she will give it to you. So I want to know more about your background, Dara. You knew you grew up in Conakry. So when did you, when you came to Nigeria, where did you live? What secondary school did you go to? What medical school did you go to? And I know that at some point you switched universities. Tell us a story about that. Yeah, so we started nursery school in Conakry. Then we moved to Nigeria. And we did primary in Lagos, secondary in Abuja. Started uni in Madonna, but, you know, depressive episode that period we're not moving we're just giving the man money not moving so and then i switched to ukraine where i did my medicine for six years so yeah i finished my medical school in ukraine and yeah go back to nigeria did did i do house job no i didn't do house job yet i was like i can't stay in nigeria i was like this is not for me i moved to the uk did masters then because of man i came back to nigeria Ah, God. You know, I came back to Nigeria. I'm telling you, since women have done, you know, Mm. did did my house job then, did Plabon, then moved to Grenada. But the good thing to Grenada is I got a job there and I was collecting better money. Then Mm. finally, then moved to UK as a single woman. And I've been Mm. in the UK ever since. Mm. That's it. All right. Just just to rewind and just to clarify some things. Yes. So you said you were at Madonna University. Yeah. And then you decided that you didn't want to be there anymore. It was not working Can out. Ta- it wasn't working out. Yeah. Would you explain what you th- why you say it's not working out? So we were not we're not moving forward then. It was stagnant because we didn't have accreditation then. Accreditation. Ah. in Nigeria with, with Madonna, but eventually they graduated. So I went to Ukraine and started all over again. And so, which year did you get to in Madonna? So I was technically I was supposed to be going getting to third year, but we're not writing exam. So what's the use? But uh, well, I went to Ukraine. I stayed over from year one. And guess what? When I was graduating, the people I went to, people I said Madonna with were still in school. They graduated the next year. It was a good, it was a good decision there. Yeah. That was a very good decision. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was, was a good, good decision. Good. Yep. So you said that you 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 moved to Ukraine. Mm. How was that for you? Did you have to learn a new language? Was this every was everything still in English? And how did you have to cope when you got back to Nigeria? So the teaching was in English. We're teaching, they're teaching us in English, but I had to learn Russian. You know, like I said earlier, I'm very impulsive. I love to buy, you know, shopping is mm-hmm. my middle name. You know, when people say, what are your hobbies? My hobbies are shopping. So <laughs> I had to learn because the women were cheating me in the markets. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to speak Russian so that when I go to market, I can price too. 
and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, and that was why. Like, but everything was in English, and it was fun. You know, it's an old country. It's, mm. Sorry, not yeah, USSR. Mm. Excuse me. So it was. It was not. It was not. It's not like the UK, of course. But it was really interesting. Yeah. It was very cold. You know, extremely cold. But it was a very good experience, and I enjoyed every every part of it. Yeah. There's something that just came to my mind because I was thinking as you were talking, you went to Grenada, and in my own mind, Grenada is supposed to be like a sunny, cozy, oh, great the Caribbean. My mm, babe, where the Caribbean person will go Caribbean, come come back to England to Mama Charlie place? What's all that about? Because in Grenada, I was not doing, I was not working as a doctor. I was just, mm-hmm. I was a tutor, right? So we just teach medical students. It's exactly mm-hmm. the same thing. So my problem was, so like I told you, I'm a typical Gemini. I can't keep doing mm-hmm. the same thing over and over again. It got mm-hmm. repetitive for me. I couldn't cope anymore. I like new things. I love exploring. That's the beauty of medicine, right? And that's yeah. what I, I loved when I worked in a and You don't know what's coming through that door. I love mm-hmm. it. But in Grenada, I literally knew what I was going to go and do the next morning. I knew every, I hate my life. I think I'm very different for some people that like how their life is planned out. I don't like it. I really don't like I don't it. I don't want to know what's happening next. So I'm not, I'm that kind of person, even though I overthink it too. Mm-hmm. But so I got tired of doing the same things over and over again because the money is almost the same thing. Let's not lie. But, and it was easier, literally eight to five. Mm-hmm. You know, I was living next to the beach. You know, living your best life, son. Because even right now, you're next to the beach again. I live next to... You know, I'm a beach girl. You know, that's like... Mm. I think the enjoyment life is in my body. There's nothing... Yes, we were born for it, my sister. I was born for it. Who came to to suffer? Some people came, not me, though. So right now, Dara, you're in the UK. You're uh, a GP trainee. You're doing very, very well for yourself. And you're also an an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Tell us what made you start your podcast Ibojolo. okay so i've always wanted to do a podcast but i've been procrastinating which is also if you check gemini truths is there it's one of our truths we like to procrastinate okay so um i started the podcast because i like to reflect about stuff i love to write things down so instead of doing that i said it's time for me to start talking about it with other people that i think have more experience in it things that affect us also things that affect us as young people, a lot of young adults, it's time for us to, you know, learn more, do things that will make us better and stuff. So I just felt like instead of being too serious about stuff and, you know, podcast, it has to be in your own words. It doesn't need to be too serious. Talk about it how you best understand it. And, and that was the main reason. And that's why I bring guests on it. And we just talk about things that affect us as young people. That's just it. That's really interesting. Um, I just wanted to also ask you, so you seem like you've had so many experiences. You've moved from um, from childhood. You've moved back to Nigeria. You've then gone to Grenada. You've gone to Ukraine. You, I mean, so if you look at your life as a total, just what would you say it's something that you didn't just easily learn that the world forced you to learn? Well, I think the world forced me to fend for myself. And I think the world also used Mrs. Okeke to do that because right from when we were kids, my mom was someone that throws, well, not everybody, just me. I think maybe because I'm a first child. She just always threw me away to one place. First child syndrome. First child syndrome. I remember then when I went to secondary school, I was Mm -hmm. like eight. I think I was eight. I was not even completely nine or something. And the woman just threw me to Abuja. 
like literally threw me to one school in Abuja like that. No family, nothing. You know, and I was like, she said, okay, oh, this is where you're going to. And we didn't even fill the school. It was QC I was supposed to go to, but she's like, oh, this your result is so on point. I want you, and she threw me to Abuja, you know, and I was there alone. Then Madonna again, we didn't really go to, she just took me, she said, oh, there's one school, blah, blah, blah. And she took me and she just put me there. You know, I just finished secondary school. I was quite young when I finished secondary school. And literally, I was finishing secondary school. I finished secondary school in July. I think it was September, October. My mother took me to uni immediately. Like, that was the kind How of person. And I finished secondary school, I think, in, yeah, I was 15 when I entered oh. university. Yes. Wow. Yeah, wow. my mom just threw me in. That's, you know, that's the kind of person my mother is. So she has always taught me to fend for myself. That's why when I was going to Ukraine, people were like, when people were like, this is my mother said, you see this one? She can she can cope anywhere. Don't worry. It's fine. She'll be fine. And that's the kind of person I am. I can fend for myself. And that's what all my experiences have taught me. And I think the other main thing I've learned is that I'm not scared of anything. I do things. I'm not scared. I think the only problem I have, which is what I've said, is I overthink, but I'm not scared of doing anything. I might overthink it too, but I'm not scared of doing it. That's kind of person I am. That means Miss Okeke has been an amazing role model. Oh, yes. The woman can push. (laughs) Well, if if we get lots of pushing, but with lots of love, then it's really special, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. We have to move to romance now. Okay. Just come on, this is your this is your this is your specialty. You're now in my 40. Well, it's ma- mine and Fatima's because Fatima's, you know, it's all legit. <laughs> all about sex, baby. I'm not about love, baby. Let's talk this about, is about sex, baby. Tell us about your first kiss. Ooh. And then you know, you know, when you watch movies now, you see when the wet teenagers come and they kiss, it's just mm. soft. You know. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just yeah. light. It's so nice. And then the world stops and everything. Oh. When you're not doing your own first kiss, you be like, what's all these teeth doing here? <laughs> what's all these teeth? <laughs> wow. Ada with the violin. So, tell us about your first kiss. How was it? Was it what you thought it was going to be? Don't tell us who it was with. Just, just tell us about your first kiss and your first foray into romance. Well, I'll say this. My first foray into romance, what well, it didn't have to do with anything physical. I had the guy was just too wonderful, but we did not oh. do anything because Madonna, you know. So sometimes I don't even count it when I'm counting boyfriends because nothing <laughs> happened literally. I think the worst we did was hold hands. <laughs> That's the worst we but did. But you know, th- you know, this kind of love is actually special. Yeah, that but he was love. my first. Yeah, because I think how we started, it was sweet. He was my. F- he was a good guy because I remember then I never really actually said we're dating. So I don't really call him my, my boyfriend, but he was there for me. You know, he just mm. always did a lot for me. So that was my decision. But my first kiss, I won't lie. I think, you know, American movie, they killed it for me. I was expecting the butterflies, everything. No. It was, it was, I swear, I think the, the guy won't beat my lips. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah. Damn. It was, but it was not. It was not that wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> the second one, well, not with him, but the second guy I ever did that one. It was from day one. It was magical. Like it's I felt butterflies. I felt like butterflies. No, he's not. He wasn't a Gemini. Hey. I was almost excited. No, it wasn't a Gemini. 
it was good. like I felt the butterfly just I'm like okay okay I, I want to, I'm going to ask you a question but I really want to ask a follow-up question to this kissing because mm. of what you just said now okay so tell me mm. is this because you feel like with the second guy something was special that made it special or is it because of practice that you've already had with the first guy mm. good question good question I'll tell you this right I think even before because of the first guy, I didn't like kissing. Even until mm-hmm. now, I'm someone that if you're not good, I really don't like kissing. I'm that kind of person. When you still want to be like, seriously, you're not done, uncle. Like, you know, like, it wasn't that this thing. So, but the second guy, and that was how it, it was because of that kiss, we even started talking mm-hmm. and everything. Because it was an impromptu, it was not planned. And I'll tell you how that happened. It was so weird. So please, we were all please, at please. a we were at a drama practice. <laughs> Church scene. So this is the devil. Hi. <laughs> my podcast. Someone said, Dara, your podcast, you share too much, but it's my podcast, so I'll share. It is so, yours. We're at a church drama practice. And someone just said, Dara, I swear, you know if you kiss this guy. I'm like, ah, why would you just say that? Mm. What else supposed <laughs> to mean? The person said, the guy said, Dara, okay, that, this one chicken, she don't go do one. I say, if, if you, the person said, if you do it, $100. I said, please, let's go outside. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is it not kiss again? I'll be saying that thing. Say kiss. I said, just kiss. I said, let's go outside. It's not bad. And we went outside. Though. <laughs> My dear, the kiss, when the first happened, you know, the first, when the same first happened, now I just say, ha. maybe the kiss happened. I just told myself, ah, ah. <laughs> Ah, you know when you do that? You know when you know you've entered one chance? I just told myself, ah, ah, Ogbeni. This one is more than 100 pounds. That this one has past 100 pounds. We are going to, I say, we are going to be coming back for this kiss. Ah, and that was oh, like, you know when you know that you've entered one chance? And that was when you entered that one That person chance. did you good, Sha. That person that did. At the end of the day, did I still get the $100 for where? Because the kiss, though. Or the kiss. Like, I felt literal butterflies. Mm. Wow. That was that was that is cute though. That yeah. is really cute. I felt it. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good case. The guy knows. All right, he knows what he's doing. I mean, he so now that you now that you've talked about that, I'm going to ask you leading to the second question. Yeah. So you have you know you have rom you've had romance now, mm. and I just want to find out mm. what is your love language Ooh. and when did you find out about love languages or figure out that. This is my love language. I think my love language will have to be between, I'm still struggling, but I think my love language will have to be between quality time and act of service. Those ah. two. It's between those two. Well, me, when I'm with somebody, I love to give gifts. That's my own towards whoever I'm with. But mm. me, for me, it has to be between quality time and act of service because I think I'm not trying to brag, but you know, I can get it for myself if I want it. You know, that's just it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you know you're you 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 know you're the greatest, so you don't need people. Telling you know, you, that you know, stuff. you know, you know. I know, that, I know what that, you're saying. That other thing. <laughs> so it's not exactly. So I'm just saying, you know. So <laughs> it has to be between, yeah. It has to be between quality time and act of service. Those two for me, yeah. Wow, yeah. that, that, that's yeah. it's good that you know. So when would you yeah. say you? Found and I think out? I found out when I was in my second relationship. It was when I realized that this person started doing things for me that you didn't have to, but he was doing it, and I I felt 
you know when you feel loved i literally felt loved like mm-hmm. he was always doing this for me he's like oh babe i did this for you babe have you done all this babe like, i'm like okay so somebody can love like this but alas alas but you know what they say it's better to have been loved than not to love at all so exactly exactly so i had that experience and it was a good one my dear so based on this you know because you know your love language you know when the man you know is doing what you you want him to do even without you asking so what are the qualities you appreciate in a man well first of all attention you need to give me quality attention if you don't give me quality attention i, I might get it from somewhere else Oh. It's, a, it's a song, but it's not savage. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I just feel I, I qualities I look for in a man is just very simple. I, I don't want to say I'm one of those people that say, Oh, you must be God-fearing, blah blah, which is important. Don't get oh, he must be tall though. He must be tall. I don't I don't know why you're bringing this thing here. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to make me feel petty. I'm trying to be serious. I'm going for the deep things, but <laughs> taller than me please <laughs> very important i'm just saying i love to wear heels i love see yeah i love to uh, what they call it anticipate the kiss I, mm. I want to reach for it let us reach for the kiss reach for the kiss i want to reach this reminds for me of mills and boons i read it a lot in secondary school honestly so um someone that yeah then someone i i think i feel somebody that is very caring and caring does not just mean to me the way he behaves to other people that's very important please i'm not trying to look that but but intelligence is important you know because i'm sexual yeah i'm that person you know i'm that kind of person there's someone i've dated because the person was just the person was talking talking i'm just looking at this guy i'm like wow 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 well we all know gemini is erudite well i'm just saying like i love it so you're such a fantastic woman you know what you want you know you you're able to get but why 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 are we still on this street well i think you know in life eh, and that's why i think that's one of my one of my aunties told me something one day and i told her that unfortunately i'm I'm not that girl i know what i want she told me that your problem is that what was the word she's i'm trying to sleep but what she's trying to say is that I'm too confident, you know, that I'll come. But there was a word she used that I'm too confident and it scares men away. And I'm mm. like, well, it depends on the man is scaring away because you cannot make me dim my lights to get somebody. So will I keep dimming my lights forever? I'm that person. And I, I will tell you <laughs> as it is, you know, I'm caring. You know, if a man is with me, ask those that have dated me, you know, if you can find them, sorry. If you can find them, ask them. <laughs> They will tell you that there is loving or loving God. You know, <laughs> but, but the same Dara, the same way she's loving, same way she will tell you. Like, mm. if you're not doing well, she will tell you, I'm like, babe. But I'll say it lovingly. I'll just be like, babe, you know, say it don't make sense now. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> babe, adjust. Things like that. But, so, yeah. I don't know. I wanted to ask this question just because of what Adad said right now. Mm. And it's something that is on my mind. Yeah. I I am wondering if the African culture or the Nigerian culture mm-hmm. is suited, marriage in the African culture and Nigerian culture is suited for a certain type of girl. Mm. I feel as though because of the way our men are raised mm-hmm. and the qualities they expect in a woman is suited for a certain type of woman. If you if you if you're not that type of woman, then 
uh, it becomes more difficult to get married. What would you say, um, Dara, to that? Well, I totally agree with you because um, unfortunately, that's how a lot of people, and it's not just this our generation, you won't blame them. That's how men have been brought up right from time that you should see yourself. And don't get me wrong, this is why I say, of course, men are still the head. Of course, you know, mm. it doesn't mean that you should look down on a woman. A woman's input is really still important. That's why they say, my mom always said that the man is the head, but the woman is the neck. So the neck can still turn the head anyhow. Do you understand? Without that neck, that head is just the stagnance. That's one thing you need to understand. But these men, they want to be the head and the neck at the same time. And it's not possible. <laughs> and the shoulder and the and toes. The, so that's the and problem. And, and, oh, that. and but I think with our generation, we can start to change things because it's how they were brought up and you will not blame them. It's the same way when they say some people that they'll be like, oh, a man, why are you in the kitchen? You shouldn't be in the kitchen, you know, mm-hmm. as a man or a woman. Oh, why are you, um, you know, driving a car? A man should be the one doing things like this. So if we start to change narratives, we might start mm-hmm. to see a shift. But mm-hmm. till then, hopefully, because even a lot of these men that say, oh, I'm not in that generation, it's a lie. It's a lie. No matter, it's still kind of there. They don't get. It's just kind of in it. They don't understand the boys there. Do you understand? Because yeah, because this thing your auntie said just reminds me. You know, when a woman is confident, when she knows what she wants, when she has opinions, a lot of men have this feeling that she's not she going to throw him. Them. Yes, she's yeah. going to be. Yeah. So they yeah. want somebody who is more docile, less has less of a voice, somebody who they can say sit you sit. Uh, well. I, I think don't even know with what you do, that. even like even with you know you, your job and all things like that, you already kind of it still boils down to the, the person's complex. You know, if you if a person has inferiority complex, no matter what you do, the person will still feel inferior to you. So, but whatever, we're not going to down my birthday because of how some people feel. So, there are, do you think you are you are um, you, you are you a feminist? Okay. Yes. This question. So I am a feminist, okay? But the real definition of feminism, that mm-hmm. is who I am. I believe in equality of the sexes. That is what I believe in. I'm not a Twitter feminist and I am not a misandrist, but I am a feminist because I believe that man and woman should be treated equally. That is what I believe in. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming. they are equal in the sight of God. Of course, we're all equal. So that's why I clarify. That's one thing men don't understand. You know, when you say feminism, people are like, oh. So there's a difference between, there's a difference with the new Twitter feminism and misandry. Those are different things. If you read the real definition of feminism, it just means equality of the sexes, that everybody should get equal rights to things. And that is what I believe in. So if that makes me a feminist, of course I am a feminist. Thank you for clarifying that. Because people always, you know, um, um, mix feminism with misandry. Mm-hmm. Misandry do not like men yeah they don't see anything good in men in fact this world should only be women Mm -hmm. feminism is not about that it's not just about being accepted you know we're not less humans just because we are women because we are women yeah yes 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 yes. yeah so right with that we have moved on from your romance and we're now entering want to get to know dara as a as a friend We like to tell our story, Derob, how we met two years ago at a party. I think anybody that knows us knows how we met two years ago at a party. It's almost like telling the story of how you met your, your boyfriend or how you met someone. But <laughs> party. And then um, I just was noticing this. And Dara, what about, if you don't know Dara, when the first time you meet Dara, I think she has an attitude. And you think she's 
she's she's stuck up. Fatima, you met Dara. You didn't meet Dara first. You know, you always met her virtual and everything. So you got to know. Yeah, I met her virtually first. Yes. And I thought she was so cool. The first day you meet Dara, if you meet Dara in a social setting, you'd be like, ah, what's this one that is not smiling? But that tough exterior eh, is a very soft, very kind, very gentle, very sweet interior. Oh my God. So, the first, oh. day we met, the first day I met Dara, I'm, I'm, I myself like Dara, I'm very, I'm a social person, right? So I was like, who is this chick that uh, came, said that she came from London? Ah, but she's not even smiling. Ha, okay, no problem now. But as the evening wore on, we found out that from, we're from the same place, we said, Justine, she said, laugh, and Dara has a very beautiful smile. You know, she said, laugh, and then when people that are, people that smile, laugh. And a really heart, good laugh. Tell. Yes, you can tell when the laugh is from the heart. It's embarrassing, it's a very embarrassing laugh. So we just connected like that. That night, I was supposed to go to London. Dara followed me, went for dinner. We went out, we hung out, exchanged numbers. Went for and picture. We first went to take pictures. We forgot him. Went to the mall to take pictures. If you just met two or three hours ago, went to Oh the- my God, these two girls are horrible. Like literally, they take pictures <laughs> everywhere of everything. Like I, I lose my mind. Ma- I don't know what to say. And they corrupted me, corrupted me, Fatima. <laughs> Oh, are you doing the right there? I went to city center. We took pictures, pictures, pictures. They went for dinner that evening, and then since then, we, you know, we've maintained our friendship. So, yeah. Um, I just wanted to ask you, Dara. Um, yeah. you're a fantastic person, and honestly, anybody that really knows you know, attributes to the goodness of your heart, where people yeah. are. You know, you're, 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 you're a team player. Oh my god! What do you I think? don't know why the tears are not coming. That's how when I got engaged, yeah, yeah, no cry. They now think I'm not interested. Tears <laughs> don't come. So, what do you think is the most important quality in a friend? Like, I think you talking about man now. Mm. In a friend, in a friend. I think you need to be open. You need to have an open. You need to be open and just have like a big heart. That's just it. Because if you call someone your friend, I'm someone that I believe that if you say someone is your friend, you should be able to do anything for that person. That person should be like your family. That's why I tell people there are different, there's a difference between someone being your friend and someone being an acquaintance, right? Mm. So mm. people think that, yes, because I talk to everybody, they're my friend. Because me, like anybody that knows me, I'm a friendly person. I talk to a lot of people, but it doesn't mm. mean they're all my friends. You know, so you should be open. You should have a big heart. Like literally, you should be able to do anything for whoever you call your friend so that person is your person like your family that's really very important having somebody that it has an open heart and i i've also i've also known dara for not too long but we started online and then we moved on and i can say that she's been an absolutely amazing person really amazing person i met met fatima on clubhouse clubhouse yes so yes so clubhouse connecting people so what i wanted to ask you dara is you have such a fantastic personality you are well-rounded you're confident you know how to take care of yourself you you're just you you have so many great qualities and you're also aware of your strengths and your weaknesses if you tell me what is the one person you hope to be like and why like if you have a mentor in the world out there as at two years ago, the person I really want to be like, and it's not saying things, Michelle Obama. I mm. like that woman because, because first of all, the way she carries herself, her body, first of all, is not like the typical um, mm. person. She has body like me and she mm. carries it well. 
you know mm. and number two she is not in the shadow of her husband she is not just a first lady she's that first lady that we've all heard about she's michelle obama she has her own her own standing she has her own name she has made everything and the way she fights for things like i just love that woman that is one woman i look up to like i read her book and i was like wow you know, I read her book. I watched her documentary. I love how, of course, she loves her husband. She talks about her husband, but also she talks about what she can attain as a person, as a woman. She's not just the first lady. She's Michelle Obama. She's doing things mm. for herself. And she is that woman that if she comes out and wants to fight for presidency, she will have a chance because she has done things for herself. So that is one person I look up to. Yeah, mm. Michelle Obama. That is really beautiful. And just skin, to ask, the skin color is like my own, so so you know. <laughs> what is the quality that you don't like in 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 people? Like you know, I actually was the most important. What you So what is one quality that you don't like in 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 people? When you see in someone, just like ah, man, this cannot do. Fake. I don't like fake people, and I can tell. I'm not trying to form anything. I have it in me. I can tell if someone is being fake. You know what? I love this confidence. Yeah, I can tell it. I'm serious. And I'm not lying. Have I have I ever misled you? Anytime I tell that this person, this thing, have I you misled have, you? You have not sure. You have not. Yeah, so every single time after that, I'm like, this person, there is something. I'm not lying. It's there. You know, I'm, I'm not forming anything, but it's there. That's and I, I, I don't like people that are just comfortable being mediocre. I don't like it. It's just comfortable. Why? You know, that's another thing. Then the other one, I don't like people that don't aim for more. I don't like things like that. You should push yourself. I don't like saying KK has done her job. You're just comfortable where you are. Why? Why don't you want more in life? You know, things like that. I hate so I don't like saying this because it just looks as if I'm this thing, but I hate seeing where a woman says, Oh, I'm comfortable being just here why don't you want to be so when someone said oh uh, yes i'm going to be first lady why can't you be president mm. why should be first lady you know things like that i don't like it of course yes your husband can be but why can't you be after all Kam- kamala harris is vice president her husband is first husband i'll be first second i'll be second husband i'll be to pronounce that thing so i think as people i hate people that don't aim for more that they don't want more in life i don't like that people that are fake and people that are just comfortable being mediocre things like that just piss me off violent violent so dara my own final question to you is if you look at your life um in the next few years or if you have an imagination and you know what your ideal life would be like what what would it look like to you I mean, materially, emotionally, psychologically, how would your how would your ideal life look like with yourself, your career, your husband, your money? What would you want it to look like? Well, for what you say, career, hopefully by the next few years, I should be an accomplished GP. That's right. Making her extra money by the side with some locums. That's right. <laughs> You know, yes, in her Range Rover, because that is what I want for myself. <laughs> Range mm-hmm. Rover, just saying, if there is a husband, why not? You know, not? happy for him to be there. You know, if that's God's plan, the husband and the few kids 
two god if you're listening just two thank you if you can send them together or why not if not you know boy and girl or just the same any one hopefully if it's boy and girl or two girls god don't send me two boys please (laughs) (laughs) like it depends on i don't i don't want to tell god what to do but i'm just Slipping it there, you know, if it, you know, and uh, just putting it out there, just putting it out there in the you know universe, so God can be hearing. Um, emotionally, because the truth is that anybody that knows a Gemini is that sometimes we are, we can be a wreck emotionally, because mm-hmm. it's up and down. If you know mm-hmm. that, and and it's something that I work on every day. I try to work on mm-hmm. it every day, so I just then I feel in a few years, it might not be 100, but at least it should be in a place where I'm comfortable mm. to, to, I'm comfortable and happy there. And I just want to be happy. And like, mm. and that is one prayer I pray every day when I sleep, go to bed and I wake up every morning. I said, God, God, I just want to be happy because there's something people don't understand. Happiness is very important and, and people underrate happiness, you know, mm happiness is very important and like i say happiness is key so if i'm happy i have all these things my career is moving my family is moving i have love i have friends around if if my because my ultimate dream is to be um dg of msf so if i'm getting Mm -hmm. there i'm happy you know because that's my plan i want to move around and be treating that's what i want and yeah, that's it for me. All right, Dara. So my final, well, it's not a question, but today is your day. Mm-hmm. We've got to know you. We've heard about your growing up stories. We've mm-hmm. heard about your, you know, where you schooled. We've heard about what makes Dara tick, what she likes, what she doesn't like. We've heard about your relationships. We've heard about your, you know, how, you know, you've, you've held your friendships. Mm-hmm. And I know that you have something planned for mm-hmm. this month, for your birthday this year. Mm-hmm. You Tell us what's what's happening. What's about what's about to go down? It's about to go down. (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna have some friends over. We're just going to have like on Friday, so it's a whole weekend. Because I'm Gemini, I have to be extra, you know. Mm, Yes. So the Friday we're gonna have game nights in my beach house. Yes, I live next to the beach house. So I live next to the beach, so it's a beach house. Whether you like it or not, it is a beach house. It is a beach house, my sister. (laughs) Ada has come to my house, so it's proof. My house is like three minutes walk. Beach house. It's a beach house. So we're going to have game nights that Friday night. So those of you that need to detox your liver, detox your liver before coming. We'll do that. Then on Saturday, we'll just go to the beach. There are a lot of things on the beach. There's a pier. There's the upside down house. We'll take pictures. Very important. There are a lot of places to take pictures. There's like an amusement park there too. We do some rides. Then laser tag. A lot of things. Then in the evening, we're going to get all dressed up and we're going to go for Turkish dinner. Turkish dinner. Ooh, Turkish dinner. And on, Sat- on Sunday... That's it. Everybody can go back to their places. Anybody wants to come in for waffles and eggs, they can come in for waffles and eggs. But the main thing is Friday night and Saturday. So yeah, that's what's going on for my birthday. It has to be extra. You know, like I'm that person. Eh? I, I, I need to say this because someone asked me, Dara, why do you like celebrating your birthday? Um, I didn't celebrate my birthday. I was never someone that was crazy about birthday. But I think it was how many years ago? I lo- um, the close, someone I know died and it just reflect just came to me that 
I can just pay me like that. So every day above ground should be celebrated. So mm, that's why yes. I celebrated. I celebrate it. Like it was just like it because I never celebrate my birthday. What I do on my bed is I always buy myself something expensive and I'm like, okay, it's my birthday. But now I'm like, I will celebrate it in my life. Bring mm. friends, enjoy yourself. And that's life. Oh, no, they finish. Enjoy life. Problem, not they finish. On yeah. Sunday, Monday, we return to the craziness called medicine. Thank you, ladies, for today. I enjoyed myself. Mm. You know, even though a lot of the questions <laughs> it caught me on ways, but you know, I knew that you girls, you girls were gonna surprise me. So thank you for coming up with the questions. I enjoyed every moment of it. It was our pleasure. It was our pleasure. We like we enjoyed grilling you. As in some of the questions. Honestly, I found out more things about you that yeah, yes. it was quite fun. Thank you very, very much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Insights with Ivo Jalaf. I hope you learned something because I sure did. In order not to miss our future episodes, like and subscribe to the podcast on all your favorite podcast apps. And also follow us on our socials, Insights with Ibo Jalof, so you can stay updated on all our content. For now, it's bye from me and I'll catch up with you on the next episode.